0: Welcome to episode 103 of the All The Book Show, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library, where we talk book news, author news, and literary news. I'm Eric Mickels.
1: And I'm Nick Gunning. Yeah. And what's become a tradition here, we have Mr. Ben Lehman with us for the Eric's birthday episode. That's how you know it's my birthday, because Ben is here. That's right. What uh, up, podcast? I, I love it. Give us one more strum. Yeah, see. Welcome to no, 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 episode... No no, no. Oh. no, no, we did that already. Oh, jeez, I'm conditioned. So, yeah, so now that intro was live. No canned music for us here at the All The Book Show. We've got Ben Lehman in the house, and we're ready to right. rock. let here, get you closer here, to the mic if that's actually yeah, going to be your there, volume. Man. Get in there. <laughs> Either you, you need know. to talk louder or you need to talk closer. Right, exactly. Okay. It's so, like a relationship, Ben. People yeah. have told me that many times over. Yeah, I bet they have. <laughs> anyway, while we have Ben here, we're going to take advantage of his expertise, would you say? On the author, John Green. <laughs> would you? I would. I would. Okay. So we're doing our John Green spotlight, and we got some good comments on Facebook and Twitter, so we might use some of your comments if you're lucky. But uh, let's dig in. Eric, what's new? What, what what, have you been reading? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> our bookmark segment, as we always uh, start
0: with. All right. I read Scott Snyder's Volume 3 of Swamp Thing. Okay.
1: Uh,
0: it's fine. It was okay. fine. I'm done with the new Fifty Two forever now. Right. I think.
1: No, so. you have a you have a long standing issue with this because you like every six, six years you read. A yeah, this was the quickest I've ever read one of these new Fifty Two Swamp things. It was fine.
0: I just it, it's a DC crossover, so it's probably overcomplicated and stuff. Yeah. Swamp yeah. thing's okay, isn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't suggest it. That's enough time talking about Swamp Thing to our audience. Sure, I think sure, I don't sure. think they really no, care too much. Uh, I did start reading the fifth. Uh, the fifth season. I keep wanting to say the fifth element, but I did not read that. Okay. Uh, if there's an expanded novel universe, I would do that. It's by <laughs> N.K. Jemisin. Okay. So this one, the Hugo. Was this the last one that won the Hugo? Or maybe that was a three-body problem. It won the Hugo in the past two or three years.
1: You know what does have an expanded uh, literary universe, as we discussed at the Anchor Bar for your birthday? E.T., yeah. So you got to read the E.T. rules.
0: Yeah. And I promised Ben yeah. he would be here as I tell you that E.T. does still hold up, I, you dumb idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Share share your opinions on if E.T. holds up or not, and then we'll move on. Look,
1: there's a lot of nostalgia with E.T. Oh, boy. But it's very dull. That's Ro- my take It's on hard. You,
0: you've been dead as a child I, since seven, <laughs> if that. I'm sorry, I just... I'm pretty sure you were eight years old, in your suit and tie, carrying your briefcase to yeah. school, and like... That's, that's pretty much right. All right, so... Uh, what
1: about you, Ben? You oh, I didn't even to get to talk the about the fifth talk talk or season, or whatever. No, fine. Right.
2: No, yeah. Uh, my bookmarks have been a little sparse recently. Um, <laughs> well, last thing I read, I read um, all 1,000-plus pages of It, oh, which wow. I did enjoy. I yes, it was good. I've had
1: it on my shelf forever, and I just can't yeah, believe it was it was... to do it.
2: Um, you i feel like you have to be a i don't know screwed up little weirdo to yeah. that <laughs> the whole time um, right and then i read uh the name of the wind by patrick rothfuss which nice. is a fantasy um, a little different for me i'm not normally into that kind of thing but he's a great writer um so but after that i kind of stalled a little bit because there's another book in that series and it's another 600 pages so uh, i've been waiting on that and i got Let's see. The last thing, the last thing I actually read was I tried to read as a um, sort of reboot on my reading habits. I tried to read *League of Extraordinary Gentlemen* and just oh. did not like it. The graphic, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Ben, these are things I have read as well. <laughs> uh, I love *Name of the Wind*. That's a great book. Uh, I'm I've been at the halfway mark of *Wise Man's Fear* now for three years. So I stopped in the middle of that yeah. book, and then... You stopped updating us that's from your book part. good news for <laughs> me. Uh, yeah, it's not as... I, I didn't find it as good as uh, Name of the Wind. Name of the Wind is great. I, I always recommended that to everybody when I had finished it. And the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen comics are weird, and I would not suggest reading the second one if you only kind of like the first one.
2: Well, yeah, I don't even... I was just some volume.
1: I Oh, I, so you didn't, I, didn't even go to volume one? You just picked a random
2: no like oh did you read the one with harry potter no (laughs) for more on harry potter go go to our harry potter episode no it was volume one but like and i i got into it a little bit to start with but then it started being more style over substance okay i didn't really care about the characters and the invisible sean connery (laughs) uh All the Invisible Man stuff just like really creeped me out, so I was oh, well, like, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Man? Yeah, yeah.
0: Invisible Man's a pervert in the comics. Oh, so, okay. well,
2: that so. Out. I would say a little more than that.
0: I'm, it, it we're a clean yeah, rating. Yeah,
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, well, so
1: reboot, reboot your your book. Are we right? talking about reboot? No, no, no. <laughs> Does not, reboot have a novel the, series? No, not get? the '90s. There's some children's novels for reboot. You probably are. Are have you been out of the reading habit, Ben?
2: Uh, for a little bit, yeah. Did
1: you listen to our episode on Stuck in Book Ruts to get yourself back on track?
2: I did. I'll have to re-listen to it, because yeah. I think when I did listen to that, I was reading. Ben
1: wow. Ben needs a Sister Act 2
0: back in the reading habit yeah. to happen. Yeah, he does. That's, that's pretty he does. good. You and your Sister Act sequels.
1: Uh, well, Wait, how many sequels no, are no, there? No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm not going to do this Sister Act bit with you. Well, for my bookmark, I finished a few things. Uh, not a lot of thumbs up in this batch, but I'll, I'll tell you what they are. We're ready. Okay. <laughs> uh, I finished Wake Up and Smell the Coffee by Ann Landers. Is that song by Wayne Brady? No. <laughs> no, it's not, but thank you for asking. No, no. This is a long syndicated advice columnist, Ann Landers, the twin sister of Dear Abby, fun fact. Uh, this is just a collection of her... Um, columns you know from over the years i used to read these in the paper when i was a kid and i always really liked them but i did not like this book but i like dear abby so okay the, the dear abby books are fun this one was was not so great Next, I finished Where'd You Go... No wonder you
0: didn't look like
1: E.T. As a kid, you're reading Dear
0: Abby. Yeah. E.T. must have seemed so immature to you. (laughs)
1: right. I wanted to hear how to handle when a friend is having an affair, like how you...
0: You you were more concerned about how the divorce was going, rather than how the kid was going to deal with it. Yes,
1: that's exactly right. (laughs) Uh, I finished one of our book club selections for contemporary classics. We're doing Where'd You Go Bernadette by Maria Semple. Where'd you go? I don't get it. Bernadette! I don't get it still. Uh, still? This book was a mixed bag because she's a very clever uh, writer. And so there's, there's a lot of like cleverness and good dialogue and a lot of really good pieces in here. But uh, the format of the book I found a little clunky. I think it got in the way sometimes. There's no like straight narrative. You're always hearing either either an email or a handwritten note or like a transcript or whatever. And so they tell the story from all these different little pieces that they pull from different places. Uh, which could be cool, but it just, it always felt gimmicky to me. And there were times when uh, clearly there could be no email that would get you the information that you need, so they really had to stretch it out, and I think that hurt the book. So this was kind of a thumb sideways for me, and I think the book club will probably be divided on it too. If but you we'll were see. a gladiator, I
0: think a thumb sideways is still like pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I think a draw is better yeah. than... Uh... Well,
1: I gave it three stars. It's not like I hated it or anything. I just had higher expectations, I think, and, and the sloppiness of the gimmick hurt it. So, mm-hmm. uh, I read a graphic, the new Captain America Volume 1, Hail Hydra. Uh, not good. Started kind of good, and then a bunch of weird storylines came together, as often happens. So this is where Captain America is really a, a Hydra agent. Yeah. Which
0: notoriously have connections to being Nazis. Right. Yeah. So you don't like Captain America being a Nazi. No, I'm not a fan of, of... Actually, a lot of people hate this story. Really? It's getting what it is shock. getting torn apart yeah. online. And Marvel just seems to be like, no, we're doing it. Uh. So it's weird. Do you think in this political climate people would be more pro uh
1: well, Captain there's... America being <laughs> anyway. there's clearly something going on, but it's just it's I don't know. I'm not it's, interested it's the in the cosmic story. Yeah. So that's right. the
0: problem. It's not that he's been he's like they've changed history yeah. so that he's always so the only way to cure it is if somebody else gets the cosmic cube and changes, and changes it so he has history. It. i know so that that just seems like a bad yeah.
1: thing to do yeah so i agree uh, all, all of those i kind of tone f- deaf yeah you're right like that pepsi commercial Oh, what was that? Pepsi politically board? charged. The Kendall Oh, one. You know yes. About, yes. With the protesters. All you need is Pepsi. Yeah, don't protest. Drink a Pepsi. <laughs> Just have a delicious, yeah. refreshing Pepsi Cola. How much money do you That's why make? we're strictly a Coca-Cola podcast. If you go back to the early episodes. Yeah. Yeah. We were all. Eric was always buying Coca-Cola, and yeah. then he stopped.
0: Yeah, coca is all about protesting. Yeah, they love so, it.
1: Anyway. Every protest, um, somebody's
0: shaking up Coke and spraying <laughs> it around.
1: <laughs> where are you going? Where are these protests you're attending? Uh, I haven't, really, have been a I haven't really started anything else. Uh, okay. I just picked some things up. So I'm going to be reading The Surgeon by Tess Gerritsen, Ooh. which is the first of the Rizzoli and Isles books. But I think technically it's just a Rizzoli book. Uh-huh. So for page turners, we're going to start at book two, where both of the main characters are right. there together. But I'm going to read this one first, so okay. I have a little... Context. And then I'm gonna read the Wolverine Origins series. Okay. So I got the first volume of that. Yeah. So that's it. The world's my oyster. Yeah. It's one of those times where I finished like everything that I was kind of picking away at. And do you want to mention that you found a Chris O'Donnell action figure? I I mean I can. I don't it just adds to the world being your oyster. I don't think
0: everything's going your way in books and
1: I don't think anybody cares about that, they but you it. know what? I'll tell you. Okay. Ben's visiting. uh uh-huh. So we went to Heritage Days at Angelica. In Angelica, it where was, you can hear us on the radio. That's right. And I actually ran into our friends, yeah. uh, Don and Jim, from the radio. And we chatted hi, about hi, all the books. Yeah, hi, fellas. Hi, Angelica listeners. I guess yeah. if it's Wednesday night at 9, you know exactly what I'm talking about, because that place was packed. Yeah. But we got some pretty good hamburgers, some fries, some fresh squeezed lemonade. Nice. And then we found a booth that had a bunch of old, like, basically 90s Happy Meal toys. Okay. And in that bin, my son picked out a Joker car, and it was four for a dollar. And I was like, well, we got to go the distance. Right. So he found a few other things. And I found a Chris O'Donnell action figure circa Batman Forever. Yeah. And I just... Your favorite Batman movie? I had to buy it. I'm not going to lie to you. It's up there. At the, when it came out, I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. I, so I
0: loved it. For you, it's going to be a tie between Batman 89
1: and Batman Forever. <laughs> maybe. Okay. <laughs> maybe. Maybe so. <laughs> uh, anyway, no. I found a Chris O'Donnell Batman. Is that what you want? Is that what yeah, you want no, the, I don't the fans mean, yeah. to know that that's, yeah. that's what happened? I also feel like while we're in bookmark, and Eric, you, you can plug your ears for this if you want, but Ben and I, uh, with our friend Sally, saw The Dark Tower. You sure did. <laughs> we saw The Dark Tower. Not. Ben, if you had to describe it in one word, how what would that word be?
2: Blah.
1: Okay, that's pretty good. That's gross. I'm not allowed to say the word that I would use because <laughs> Eric doesn't like it. So Eric, plug your ears. This, I, this I movie don't... was a bit of a turd. Oh yeah, I hate that word. <laughs> <laughs> it was just all over the place, you know? Like we went, to, we went to Burger King afterwards and we were just like hashing it all out, like what the problems were. And mm-hmm. I think we all settled on the fact that like no aspect of it was ever like fully developed. Yeah. So you're just like kind of tossed in and you're sort of like, "Oh, that's kind of interesting," and then you never hear about it again.
0: I guess it just had a whole bunch of different writers at different times. It cost only 60 million to make, so you're not going to get a big budget thing. Yeah. And
1: uh it, it basically bombed it made yeah. about 19 million it, it this could weekend. not be more 90s did you pick up that vibe I guess you were but a babe in arms in the 90s <laughs> yeah. but yeah. for me it was like oh my gosh this yeah. is a, this is a 90s like where's Arnold Schwarzenegger someone call him yeah he would have been there if somebody yeah. called too he's, they're still talking like they're gonna do
0: the spin-off TV show I
1: know would you watch that <laughs> would no Ben I don't like the books and I didn't like that movie
2: I, I know I probably wouldn't. It would have to be pretty significant jump in quality. Yeah,
0: and I don't know who who was supposed to do the show. I think it was. Uh, I think it was a cable thing, right? Yeah, it wasn't HBO though, and it's not AMC. It's something like know. Stars or Showtime. Uh, what was it? What was the book series we just found out? Mister Mercedes. Yeah, Stephen King. Yeah, uh, Mister Mercedes. It's yeah. also going to be a TV show though. Yep. But what what did we just find? What was the channel called?
2: It is debuting on the
0: Audience Network. Yeah, the, the Audience, audience network. network. That's right. What so the if you're heck one of those that? lucky fools who has access to the Audience Network, yeah. boy. Buckle in. Yeah.
1: I don't I don't I, see I don't see a TV channel listed for this Dark Tower. Right. There's no way they're gonna make it. Yeah. I, I really doubt that they would ever make it. Uh this is kind this of
0: uh book news. Mark Millar He's a comic book writer, Okay. but uh, his comics have inspired stuff like Wanted, uh, The Kingsman, uh, the new Logan movie, and uh, the first Avengers movie and whatnot. So different stuff, but Netflix just bought the rights to all his other comic books that oh. weren't bought. Wow. So like his whole line. So um, what that means is Netflix will be creating a Huck <laughs> movie slash show eventually.
1: That was okay. So It's, oh. a, new, it's a new graphic novel, yeah. so it came out. Late last year. Yeah, I don't right? know
0: if there's any more. I really liked it, but I don't think there's any more.
1: I liked it. Uh, I didn't really feel
0: but that drawn to it. But. So, if you liked stuff like Kick-Ass, or... I can't think of anything else that had been turned Lo- into movies. Did he do Losers? No, he didn't do Losers. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he, he's been pretty prolific yeah. Lots of it, oh, yeah i mean kingsman was really good so we'll see if netflix can do it netflix has been putting out too much in my opinion oh, lately okay it used to be that like oh netflix is doing an original thing let's check this out yeah but now it's just everything's just getting lost in the they're all over the place yeah it's just too much i
1: don't see a volume two. Uh, yeah so there you go i guess not so, well that's
0: interesting if i was netflix i would have uh, gone for brian k vaughn's stuff mm. because he has saga and... saga
1: and why the last man yeah yeah uh and
0: x uh yeah, Ex Machina. I've had a
1: TV show of Why the Last Man would work really well. Yeah, way better than it's, trying to do it in a movie. Explain, and explain the plot. Some why
0: don't. the Last Man? I think we've talked... We talked we, about I, this read in the I read it. So we talked about this in talked about superhero
1: one. It. Yeah. Uh, he's...
0: Uh, every man on Earth dies yeah. at once. Yeah. Uh, except for Yorick, who, yeah. uh, who didn't die for certain reasons that we find out later in the series. Uh, so it's, it's both like this kind of post-apocalyptic journey yeah. as he's trying to find out what happened. And... Uh, Oh, he's also looking for his girlfriend right. uh, who was in Australia at the time. So he's trying to find her. Um, and on the other hand, it's also just showing how the world rebuilds itself with one gender completely gone. Yeah. So.
1: yeah. And I think the, uh, the book itself feels a little bit dated on those topics. And I feel like a TV show could really like
0: at this point, I don't know. Yeah, yeah do I, I finished it back it, in like twenty oh nine.
1: Yeah, it was good, but so. it it's it had a little bit of a like, Oh, I think you do that differently now. So I'd be yeah, I maybe. would watch it. Like if they came out, I would definitely do that. Uh, should we turn over to Book News for a minute? Yes. I, I think we're ready? in book news oh okay yeah because I, I brought sure. of the mark yeah yeah you did all right well i will tell you our advance notices so oh. everybody buckle up real quick though because yes. while
0: you guys were at dark tower yes
1: you also saw the trailer for it oh so we're still on yes. Stephen king terrifying how do you feel about I It will coming out ever ever october ever 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 watch that movie
2: uh, I'm looking forward to it. Maybe <laughs> creeper. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we'll Benzel... see. We'll see. I doubt I can get it any, anywhere. Good news, go Ben's a weirdo. But,
1: uh... Well, our our pal Sally, who joined yeah. us for the Halloween episode, she will watch it I... with you. Trust she, me. Maybe we can get her in to give us a a quick review. Yeah, maybe. So that's
0: that's only two Stephen King movies. I feel like there were more. It does. There's a lot. It seems like a lot in the world of Stephen King. We've been so adding far, all so. his old movies
1: and shows. Have you watched any of the?
0: Not any of the new things we have. Because we
1: got the Shining miniseries. Oh, I love the Bag of Bones miniseries. Right. And And I started The Stand, but it's very dated, so I didn't.
0: Oh, really? The show? Yeah. Okay. We also got the Storm of the Century. Mm -hmm. Bag of Bones is Pierce Brosnan? Yeah. Okay. My Mm -hmm. wife started reading that. All right. Let's let's stop talking about Stephen King. That's (laughs) not what we're here for. Let's do it.
1: All right. Here are some books coming your way in the next couple of months. This one is actually coming a little sooner. It's coming in August. Uh, which is this month. It's a large print, new to large print here, and it is called Slick Money by Giles Tippett. Tippett continues the adventures of horseman Warner Grayson introduced in The Horse Thieves. Warner (laughs) discovers the men who tried to ambush him and steal his horses are also wanted for bank robbery, but he gets suspicious when he tries to claim the reward for their capture. So if you're a Western fan and you love large print, look no further than August on our new large print section, because we will have this. Uh, Now... Standard print, and Eric, I know that you're going to ask. So this is by Rita Mae Brown. She is writing alone, not with her feline co-author, Sneaky Pie Brown. Right. So this is not, I don't know if there was a schism. I don't know if Sneaky Pie Brown has started his own cat series. Yeah. They disagreed on the last book so much. They just decided, let's finish this. Yeah.
0: And then we go our separate ways. Yeah, and they just who try. do you think owns the right to the, the series of Sneaky Brown,
1: Sneaky Pie? I think I mean Sneaky Pie Brown is basically like the main character as well, so, yeah. so he's probably got the okay. rights. I'm sure it's. I'm sure courts will decide this. Yeah. But anyway, from Rita Rita Mae Brown working alone, we have a book called Crazy Like a Fox. Ooh. Oh, she's writing about
0: foxes now. I think she is. Yeah. I think you're right. I think uh, Sneaky <laughs> Pie. won. Yeah. Wait, do, you, do you think that was in a cat court? Yeah,
1: probably. Probably a, Theodore a Boone, full of kid lawyer. Oh, yeah. man. He would handle that. A mystery full of colorful characters, both two and four-legged. Yep. Uh, legged, I guess you'd say there. Sure. Gorgeous country landscapes, timeless traditions, and the breathtaking thrill of the fox hunt. The fox has made short work at the hen house and is wreaking havoc across the once peaceful Virginia hunt country. <gasps> As a master of the hunt. You're from Virginia, Ben.
0: Huh.
1: Wow. Th- does this sound like S- anything you have to deal with? Sister um, Jane Arnold, her gentleman friend Gray <laughs> Loreland, the members of the Jefferson Hunt Club, and their loyal, clever hounds confront most challenging and all-too-human adversary. I guess the foxes. Yeah, the, the fox is all-too-human. Crazy like a fox. Eric, I'm not sure if you know about this one. But I'm interested to hear your take. From Orson Scott Card, award-winning author, best-selling author And of noted Game, bigot. His first solo Enderverse novel in years. Do you um, know about this? No, I haven't heard about Children this. Children of the Fleet will be coming out in October of 2017. Mm-hmm. Children of the Fleet is a new angle on Card's best-selling series telling the story of the fleet in space, parallel to the story on Earth told in the Ender's Shadow series. Oh, uh, yeah. Ender... This will probably have spoilers, so I guess I'm going to stop there. Okay. If you're reading along, but basically it's a parallel story yeah. set during the Ender Shadow okay. era. Are you interested in this at all? Orson
0: Scott Card is now an author that I have a hard time separating uh, the work from the author. Okay. And the author seems like a pretty uh, big jerk. Cool. So I don't. Cool times. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, there was something else of his that I thought I was going to read uh, sometime, and there's still a third book. In, like, the Ender series called Xenocide. So, I don't know. I haven't read any of the the Shadow books or anything either. Um, Again, so I've just only read the first two, Ender's Game and Speaker for the Dead. Okay. But, no, probably not. I've just got so much other stuff to
1: read. I hear you. I hear you. Have you read any of these, Ben? You're not really a big sci-fi guy, right?
2: No, Eric's gonna. With Eric and I have talked about this before. I've tried reading Ender's Game twice now and <sighs> I just died. Boy, I hate it. I, yeah. I hate it why so don't you much. You I'm sorry. To too, I'm yeah, sorry. You know what?
1: This is Eric's problem. Why birthday. don't
0: you and Ben just go <laughs> not like ET yeah. and Ender's
1: Game somewhere else? Okay. But this is my office. <laughs> well, this this is my prerogative. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's it's your birthday, so I'll, I'm going to try to be kind. Uh, Michael Connelly, The Kinds, Two Kinds of Truth. Not The Kinds of Truth, Two Kinds of Truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, his last book was not Harry Bosch or in the Harry Bosch universe, it was the start of a new series. So this is a return to form with Harry Bosch number 22. So have, you, have you, do you know any of these, Ben? You see The Lincoln Lawyer? He's Matthew shaking his yeah, yeah, No, I did. OK. Um, but... Lincoln Lawyer is connected to the Bosch universe. So anyway. And now it's connected to Dark Tower.
0: Yeah, right. Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. And
1: his Lincoln commercials. How is he? There. I heard he uh, he's not great in The Dark Tower it was just nonsense it was just like felt like matthew mcconaughey freestyling i yeah
0: i did read one i think it was a tweet or a review where it said uh it's basically like watching an extended
1: uh lincoln car the the car commercials that he does
0: yeah it was lincolns
1: it was the most coherent lincoln commercial i've ever seen let's say that
0: is that why he does those lincoln commercials
1: because he was the lincoln lawyer i have no idea maybe (laughs) maybe he's in character we don't know uh no he didn't drive those Two kinds of truth. Harry Bosch searches for the truth in the new thriller from number one New York Times bestselling author Michael Connolly. Is he? A bestselling author?
0: Well, yeah, but when's the last time we saw one of his books on the New York Times bestsellers list? Did
1: the last one? No, The Late Shift made it. Did it? It did. Okay. Yeah. Harry Bosch is back as a volunteer working cold cases for the San Fernando mm. Police Department and is called oh. out to a local drugstore where a young pharmacist. Ben, it's you! Ben, you're a pharmacist! Oh my gosh where a young pharmacist has been murdered. Bosch and the town's three-person detective squad sift through the clues, which lead into the dangerous big business world of pill mills and prescription drug abuse. Yeah. Ben. Is this a clue? Did this happen in your life? No, that's Adderall. Oh, my
2: gosh. been sending him hot tips. Yeah, good, good.
1: (laughs) So this is weird. I guess, like, I'm so far behind in the Bosch series. Like It's like he's beyond his career and coming back as a volunteer. Yeah. That seems like a real shakeup. Yeah. This is like the Archie Bunker's Place follow-up to... Uh, ben, what was, what was it like being interviewed by Michael Connolly for <laughs> this new book he's writing? He's just driving around on the back of a Lincoln driven by Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Babbling nonsense. Uh, so that's you can have that in October, and I guarantee you this will be a huge hit here. Can, can you say, here, I guarantee? I guarantee. <laughs> you probably should have at the, <laughs> at the David A. Howe Public Library. Oh, yeah. Going to be a big hit. People love Michael Connolly. Michael
0: Connolly's, Connolly's, is, he's popular here, too?
1: Yes. Okay. Most definitely. Yep, I, li- I like his stuff. I prefer the Mickey Haller stuff, the Lincoln Lawyer stuff, but okay. I like it. Okay. So that's it. That's it for me. Let's talk New York Times bestseller list. What's at the top of its game right now?
0: Boo 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 boo. Boo 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 boo. We're looking at this. Sorry, I was I was vamping while I open up the yeah. list. Yes. Uh, all right. So on the New York Times bestsellers list for hardcover young adult fiction. Okay. Uh, I actually don't think they separated by hardcover. Okay. Yes, they do. So we're talking well, hardcover here. Good. Keep us posted. Uh, Lady Midnight at number 10. It's crazy to me that this book is still there. Because yeah. Because this is book one. People want it. All right. Number nine. Uh, I'm sorry. That was by Cassandra Clare. Remember when Cassandra Clare was getting into a fight with... Sherilyn uh, Kenyon. Yes, yes, I do. About
1: stealing plots. Pretty much. Like, your
0: demons can't be sexy. My demons are sexy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, I wish you were wrong at all, but that was, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Number nine, The
0: Sun is Also a Star by Nicole Yoon. Ben, yeah. uh, The Sun is Also a Star. Hot Whoa. take
2: Oh, I did not know that. All right,
0: we just learned Ben's a dummy. Wow, wow. <laughs> uh, number do. eight, this oh, is actually cool. a book Ben picked up <laughs> off our list. Uh, really? Off, he, he picked this up off of one of our bookshelves. Okay. Uh, Alex and Eliza by, <gasps> by Melissa de la Cruz. Wow. Ben, why did this catch your interest?
2: Um, <laughs> I've heard you guys talk about it, so I just wanted to see what it actually was. Yeah. Flipping, I mean, I am a big Hamilton fan. Um, Eric's so. never
1: seen it. He doesn't know the yeah. show. Yeah. He doesn't know anything about it. Seen it. He doesn't like it. I drove to Chicago to see it. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs>
2: So, yeah, I was just flipping it through to see what the writing Do you was think like, you're yeah. going
1: to read it? No. Did we sell you on it? No. Oh, darn. He says, hard maybe, everyone. He <laughs> might.
0: And you should check it out, too. Number seven, The Last Magician by Lisa Maxwell. Well, there's probably others. No, last. Let's see. A well, girl okay, must travel but... back in time to yeah. find a mysterious book that could save her future. This it's... sounds like Elton, Phillips, and Brando Sando. Oh, no, Because they both... they. These people and this girl. Do you think it's a time traveling book? <gasps> oh my gosh! Yeah. So. They stole our idea. They sure they, did. They they,
1: they stole had my had story. Had yep. Little Lee. Stephen King for you there.
0: Yeah. Wow. All right. Is this the Stephen King spotlight? I guess. You guys didn't tell me. We're gonna one. I know. Number six. This is where it ends by Marik Kneecap. Knee camp. camp. Okay. So this one has been here for fifty-eight weeks. Pretty good. I feel like if you were writing young adult. You just need to be on the New York Times best list once, and, and then, then you're, you're stay. like, set. You just stay there. Yeah, Number five, Crazy House. We just got a copy of this yeah. by James Patterson and Gabriel uh, Chabanant. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just turning to Jim Carrey the, every, yeah.
1: every week trying
0: to read these things.
1: <laughs> Gabriel <All right>. Chabanant! <laughs> Uh, the pen is blue I hate to if Smarticus was here I think he would point out that that was more of an Adam Sandler that you just did no because Adam Sandler was like, so, <laughs> like <Once. laughs> oh it's a house <laughs> oh, oh, get a pen. Pen. Oh, I'll get a I'll you oh answer. it's going Ben <laughs> strum that guitar while we do this <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just like Adam Sandler <laughs> okay there we go launch late okay
0: A sloppy Joe I sloppy
1: the moment's fast the moment's fast Boy.
0: Uh, That was probably some of the funniest Bill, uh, I said Billy. I was going to say Billy Madison. Funniest Adam Sandler material that's happened in the past 20 years. That
1: is correct.
0: (laughs) Do you know, I found a uh, Chris Farley taking off his shirt for that is correct gif. Oh, good. I won't stop sending it to my wife. And she hates it. Uh, It's pretty funny. Number four, Once and for All by Sarah Dessen. I'll be rid of you, Nick. Once and for All by Sarah Dessen okay number three lord of shadows by cassandra clare did you remember when i said this was caught uh, somebody was caught between the fairy courts and the laws of the clave yeah but again we've all been do you think harry bosch has ever been having to deal with the laws of the clave yeah i sure do in the fairy courts yeah yeah i just want to deal with cold yeah. cases but here you're I am. all out of order <laughs> number two one of us is lying and it's nick i you can't you can't prove you're that. lying darn it yeah uh, by Karen M. McManus.
1: Are we still in the YA best? Number one, list? The oh, Hate I. You Give. Jeez Louise, Nick! No, I was kind of giving some hate right there, so that was good timing. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're on the
0: hardcover adult fiction. Yes. You know this is adult because Star Wars is here. Because Star Wars is here. No. Uh, new this week. I'm just gonna bring it up because I mention every time Star Wars is on this list. But okay. Uh, it this one is Battlefront Two Inferno Squad. Started at 13. Okay. So not as big as those other, like, uh, Thrawn. Right. Thrawn was at, like, three for a while. Yeah.
1: Well, Timothy's on. I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of a different um, thing. So are you going to read this? You haven't I read haven't the read, first Battlefront. No, I not Nor do you it. play Battlefront. No, I, Battlefront, I don't right? think so. All right, well, let's I get to I think I'm kind 10. of over it. I don't know if I'm going to read much more Star Wars. So, so you don't like E.T.? <laughs> You don't like it. All right, all Now right. you're done with Star Wars? No, I just don't know if I'm going to read more Star I've Wars never,
0: novels. I've never been privy to a friendship falling apart so fast. Actually, yeah. yes, I have. Yeah. A few times. Really? Yeah, I, it might be uh, It might be them. Yeah, it probably is. It yeah. probably is, yeah. So, yep. All right, so new, new this week. Oh, not new this week. Number 10 this week, though, at seven weeks on the list, is The Identicals by Ellen Hildebrand. And number nine is Murder Games by James Patterson and Howard Ruffin. Number eight, A Gentleman in Moscow by Amora Towles, And new this week at number seven is The Painted Queen by Elizabeth Peters and jo- jo- no, Joan Hess. Mm-hmm. So she's sister to Jonah Hess. Yeah. Hess. Jonah Hex, you mean? Dang.
1: <laughs> wow. Right.
2: Happy birthday, Eric.
0: <laughs> so, You're dumb. Because you, this is the final adventure <laughs> in the series featuring Amelia Peabody and her archaeologist husband Radcliffe Emerson.
1: Are you familiar with this? So Am I ever? If, if I haven't heard of this series ever, I know Elizabeth Peters, but I haven't, I haven't read these. Okay.
0: Number six, Into the Water by Paula Hawkins.
1: Yep, still, still there. Still haven't read it. Going Unique, strong, right? I haven't. No. Yeah. Heard good things.
0: Uh, ben, did you read Girl on the Train? I did not. Did I... you see Girl on the Train? Nope. Mm. Have you ever been There's on a, a train? Just asking a Yeah. She's going
1: nowhere.
0: <laughs> Welcome to all the books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number five, House of Spies
1: by. Daniel Silva. Daniel,
0: Daniel Silva.
1: For some reason, Eric can't distinguish between the names Daniel and Danielle, and we don't understand it. So I've heard. Yeah. yeah. It'd be easier if all Daniels were Daniela, because then I'll just be Daniel I, and Daniela. I, I guess.
0: I'd, I'd confuse all Danielles and Daniellas though. This is too much. Number four is new this week. It's Paradise Valley by C.J. Box. Ooh. Biggest name in Houghton Library. I nice said Houghton. Oh,
1: what Old school. <laughs> Old well, school. Gonna gonna blooper. To. David A. Howe. What a blooper. Room. Yeah. Maybe Houghton. Maybe. I don't know. Is that CJ Box, does it say? Yeah, it's, been... it's CJ Box. No, sorry. I mean, is it Joe Pickett? Because he's been writing some different... A North Dakota stories.
0: investigator pursues a trucker who preys on prostitutes. Huh. Did and you it say on
1: been. or to? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was a thinker. It's
1: very different. Yeah. Very different.
0: Well, isn't... Doesn't CJ Box's... Uh... What's the title of this book? This is Paradise Valley. Don't the C.J. Those ones have like a certain uh, like title scheme?
1: Not necessarily. Oh, this is not this is not Joe Pickett C.J. Box fans. Okay. This is not Joe Pickett. This is book four in the Highway Quartet.
0: Okay. Uh, number four. Uh, number three this week: The Lying Game by Ruth Ware. Four school friends reunite as their long-held secrets threaten to emerge.
1: Eric. Do you recognize that name? Ruth Ware. Do you know what this is? I do recognize that. This is the new book by the author of...
0: The Woman in Cabin 10! The Woman in Cabin 10! There's a body! I heard it! Oh
1: my gosh. So we'll see.
0: Hold on! My long-held <laughs> secrets going to be emerging <laughs> like a dead body from the water. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> I, I don't it. know that this is going to last. I think a lot of people are going to knee-jerk by it because of the name on the title. Yes. I don't know if it's going to last. We'll see. Forgot. Actually, we you're see. right.
0: I should have guessed that because the line, the cover doesn't look unlike – it has, like, the same te- font oh. for the the title. And Ruth Ware is the same color Okay, uh, on the screen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. I can't I don't understand the cover though. Okay. Um it it looks like a chain link fence.
1: Oh, I don't know. I can't help you.
0: The Lion Game.
1: I don't know. Uh Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, you're right. It does. It's it is reminiscent of the other other Other. Other cover. Other. It's other. The, it
0: is it's the exact same font though, yeah, yeah in yeah. Kevin Ten. Hey,
1: they know what they're doing. It looks like trees in a net. I think it's a net on a beach. Net on a beach, like a volleyball net. No, like a fishing net on a beach. All right, hold on.
0: We're we're gonna we're gonna get to the bottom of this. So no, this I just is... told you what it is. Right. It's like... Um. On a cool June morning, a woman is walking her dog in the idyllic coastal village of Sultan along a tidal estuary uh, known as the Reach. Before she can stop him, the dog charges into the water to. Tre- <gasps> The
1: dog's in the water! Oh, no.
0: <laughs> Into the water to retrieve what at first appears to be a wayward stick. Oh, no. But to her horror, turns out to be something much more sinister. Uh, it's
1: a body! <laughs>
0: the next morning, three women in and around London, uh, Fantima, Thea, and Isabel. Fantima, by the way, is short for Susan. Really? In this book, <laughs> Interesting. yes. Just like Lo is short for Lara. Yeah, sure. Uh, receive the text they had always hoped would never come from their fourth in their formerly inseparable clique, Kate says, I need you. Hmm. Boy, yeah. They had yeah. always hoped. I hope like, oh, Kate doesn't need yeah. us. Yeah. The four girls were best oh my friends gosh. at Salton.
1: Hold on, hold on. You stopped too soon. Oh, you oh, just look at the end here. Atmospheric, twisty, and with just the right amount of chill that will keep you wrong-footed, which has now become Ruth Ware's signature style, The Lion Game is sure to be her next big bestseller. Another unputdownable thriller from the Agatha Christie of our time? wow what did she write that herself yeah. that's insane yeah that's completely insane yeah are you you're gonna read it probably right no you're gonna because you loved woman in kevin 10 no i did not that's oh, crazy that's right. so she's the agatha, agatha christie, christie
0: of our time of our time yep. none of the other mystery no. uh, writers who have been writing for like 20
1: no. 20 books no she's it's her it's her. not even gonna give it to uh may brown no read a may brown mm-hmm Jeez. Sneaky pie, maybe, but yeah, <laughs> sneaky pie. All right, what else is on this? All list? right,
0: number two, Camino Island by John Grisham. Mm-hmm. When are you gonna read this? It's probably someday. Did your son get you a Father's Day present? He probably uh, was saving this yeah. one.
1: He didn't get me this though.
0: He didn't get you a Grisham novel? No, he didn't. How old is he again? Then no, he's not he's making? three. Oh yeah, he's probably not buying you Grisham novels. Probably then. not. No. Probably has he made you a macaroni necklace yet? Not yet. No. What about one of those paper plate bean shakers? Nothing like that. Wow, mm-hmm. he needs to step it up. I know he does. Um. You didn't read The Woman of Kevin Ten either, Ben, right? Are you a mystery writer, reader? I almost asked writer.
2: Uh, not, not. It's It's got to be pretty, I don't know, pretty compelling right. I, to, for me to Like that pick sentence. It up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see why you're not a
0: mystery yeah, writer right. now. <laughs> uh, all right, so number one, The Late Show by, get this. Oh, my goodness. Michael Connolly. Look at
1: that. Yep. You just ask and ye shall receive. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's it, Ben. Are you gonna Are you gonna take us into our segment live? Oh, Let's okay. hear it. Let's do uh, it.
2: I'm just gonna do a retread of the. Uh, okay, we're ready. Theme. Nope, nope. Be, it needs no. to be
0: an author spotlight theme. Yep. I'm All not right.
2: improvising any music. And
1: correct. go. <laughs> author spotlight. Woo. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh workshop it a little bit yeah. we'll get some lyrics I'll in get there back to you. i love it i love it live yeah. though okay well as we told you at the top of the show we're going to be talking top about of the
0: show to you
1: mr sorry. Mr. Sorry. I'm so sorry. mr john green author of such hits as the fault in our stars looking for alaska paper towns and the abundance of catherine's yeah and probably more
0: yeah two more books yeah I but
1: think. nobody liked those did they
0: we we'll, we'll see
1: yeah uh Coming out October tenth, Turtles All the Way Down, the yes. latest of the John Green books. Yeah, I, how many copies of this are we going to order? Do you think <laughs> three? I don't know. We do. He's
0: one of the few authors that we have to keep multiple copies of his books, uh, like upstairs and available. Right. Because it doesn't seem to wane either. No. You know, and the other like, problem is, they just never come back. Right. So people just like this got me. Yeah. And I'm keeping it. I don't yeah. care how many more copies. Of the yeah. You know, I
1: went done. to look for our Fault in the Stars movie, and it's gone. Yes, I need so, to get us a new copy of that. People, yeah. people, people love, love their, stealing
0: they John, love their John Green from Green. libraries. They do. They uh, absolutely yeah. do. Yeah. So it's funny that he's got Turtles All the Way Down is coming out. That's his first book since 2012. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what I he's think been, he's
1: been doing all right in the interim. Yeah, but like that actually does surprise me a little bit, especially because, because he's had so many movies in between. Then you think you want to be capitalizing no, on there's his name. not so many movies though. It's Fault in Our Stars and Paper Towns. I think is it right. Oh, that's so, right. You well, know, one of them is a becoming ton. a movie. Oh, okay. I think it's. It is surprising, though, because, like, I don't really remember his name coming on my radar until, like, the Fault in Our Stars movie, even. Uh, I guess I sort of vaguely knew of Paper Towns, but it really seems like in the last five years is when all of his popularity is, like, peaked which is in a time where he's not really writing. So I guess it's probably just the movies. I mean, The Fault in Our Stars probably carried him a long way. And So you think, like, 2012 came out, and he's like, no, I'm done for a well, while. And then the movie started,
0: he's like, well, I better everything. I mean, you're right, because, like, he's been... Every time... The Fault in Our Stars, because of that movie, and just because of the book, he yeah. must have been just... I mean, up, he does uh, other things, cheese.
1: you know. He's like a producer, and you know, he has other jobs that he yeah. does. So I don't think he's just been sitting around. But but uh, it is
0: it, it just it's just surprising that in five years, yeah, at like when all his stuff is still selling like crazy and people are still reading it, that he's not he hasn't been just like cranking him out. Yeah. So yeah, Journals all the way down. Better be the
1: best thing it, ever. Yeah, seriously, seriously. Um. All right, so let's talk for a minute about. Uh, what when he first popped on your radar so Ben why don't you go
2: okay i I hadn't heard of him uh, at all outside of like I picked up looking for Alaska and a uh, in when a library. like around when it came um, out or no no that's his first book too. Yeah. so that's, yeah. from, that's 2005 it so. probably it probably was a good six seven years after that okay um, i just saw it in the library and i was like oh this looks interesting uh-huh. and read it in like two days and and really enjoyed it um and then i because of that ended up reading the rest of his books but
1: it's like in rapid succession you just um like is yeah. the one that you've eagerly anticipated like oh he has a new book coming out i gotta get it
2: well at that point fault in our stars hadn't come out yeah, yet right. um and i I don't know. The story didn't interest me as much when I heard about it when right, it was coming right. out. Um, but once it did, eventually I did read it. Um, but it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I have to read this okay. right now. So I
1: was looking for Alaska that you just randomly saw on a shelf in a library. Yeah, pretty much. Interesting. Okay. What about you, Eric? Uh, I don't think I became
0: aware of him until I started working at a uh, the public library in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. So that would be 20... The, the Fault in Our Stars came out in 2014. So I started working in the movie. there at 2013. So I think that's when I started seeing his name appear in lots of stuff. And then the movie was coming out. So I think, like, the two of those... Well, the book came out in 2012. The movie is what came right. out in 2014. Yeah, the movie came out. So I think it was, like, a mixture of me starting working there and seeing all the young adult books coming back and seeing mm-hmm. his name everywhere. And then and lots of copies of it, too. And then the movie at the same time. Yeah. So, um,
1: yeah. Okay, I re- I remember I picked up Paper Towns because I thought the the concept sounded cool and I liked the cover, but I and I started reading it and I really I didn't didn't click with me. I, th- I remember kind seeing of a, the movie trailer, a bad like, well, start, yeah. yeah. So I was kind of aware of it. I remember when Will Grayson Will Grayson came out because I was seeing it like at Barnes & Noble's everywhere. Um, and I picked it up a few times but I never really, you know. And then Fault in Our Stars, of course, uh, that was when I worked at the Houghton Library. And we had holds for like our one copy of that all the time because that's, you know, that's not a public library. It's an academic library. So they just happened to have it. Um, and it was super popular. Um, the first one that I read was Abundance of Catherines, which I liked, but I, it didn't really like I didn't really want to read more after right. that. Right. Like I uh, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't like, oh, I got to read more of this. Right. Um, I think Looking for Alaska is the one that interests me the most like Yeah, let's talk that's his first a different one. So yeah, 2005. So go okay. ahead, Ben.
2: Um, okay, Looking for Alaska follows um, this incoming (laughs) high school student who goes to a Culver, Culver Creek preparatory school. Um, he just is not in, (laughs) not in love with his current life at school. It feels like he doesn't have any friends. And so he goes to Culver Creek and, um, and, uh, meets this girl, Alaska. And it's, it does a kind of, I don't know, people, I've, I've heard that people have criticized us for being kind of a manic, manic pixie dream girl, Mm. um, where she's basically just kind of all over the place. Mm. Um, and the book is split into two sections um, it doesn't really have chapters oh, know, okay each section has like a, it's kind of like a countdown and then you're trying to figure out oh, what's it counting down to oh, after okay um, so I don't really want to say anything sure else, yeah no. um, but yeah it just follows you know his adventures at the school getting into all sorts of trouble and hi I, uh, I thought
0: I, I guess I was wrong I thought this was the book in which he meets an older woman and that he goes searching for Alaska, who's an older woman. I guess I was wrong. What? I guess I maybe I there I is know. no book I by him that what... does that. <laughs> uh, but wasn't this one banned? Wasn't yeah,
1: banned? I was just yeah. going to say. I seem like I, I pull this book every year when we do our challenge book display because yeah. it's. Uh, I think I think it's like sexuality, right? Yeah, that they yeah and, and it's definitely
2: makes, yeah, the yeah. age of the kids, certainly. Yeah. It's pretty frank.
1: So it, it, it at least gets displayed, <laughs> yeah. you know, about annually when, yeah. we, when we start talking about banned books and stuff um it's crazy and that, that there's no movie still, there's no movie for this one
0: it's, it's crazy to me that people still ban books well like they don't know that just makes the book sell more yeah and gets more readers it challenged i mean it's not
1: truly banned yeah
0: it's, but it's just it's just fun. like i'm gonna we're gonna challenge this so nobody reads yeah. it which means everybody will read it
1: yeah Ugh. anyway yeah i see that uh the film rights were purchased right when it came out but nothing's really come of it
0: yeah i thought there were more uh there are more in the works
1: well, I think I, now they are. Yeah, yeah it, it sounds like... But again, uh,
0: he doesn't have too many.
1: It sounds like this this popped up, but I don't think it's happening now. I think they've, no. they've since uh, canceled it again.
2: All so. right,
0: so after uh, Looking for Alaska... And did you like it, Ben?
2: I did. I really liked Looking for Alaska. I think... Um, I don't know. I just never really read characters like that before. Um, he has a definite certain way of writing um, that, I don't know, draws you in and um characters are clever mm-hmm. um yeah it was it was unique and i definitely wanted to read more um but you, if you want to talk about abundance all right of yeah so abundance I'm of good. Catherine's. Well, we is... had a, we had a few let oh. me pull a few comments here okay. while,
1: while we're talking about this one uh facebook user melanie when we put the question out like which one do you like best and she just was like bam looking for alaska so there's <laughs> a vote there um let me pull one, another one Okay, here we go. Facebook user Kayla says, "Looking for Alaska because it was my first John Green book and because it's dark and haunting." Would you agree with that, Ben? I don't dark know. Dark and haunting? I mean... Are you calling Kayla a liar? <laughs> this is the lying game.
2: Hey. Dark
1: uh, and haunting? Do you see where she's
2: I wouldn't It is it can get dark. I don't okay. know if I would say haunting. It, it's very impactful um, Okay. kind of I don't know it kind of lulls you into a sense of, oh, this is the kind of book that it's going to be, and mm-hmm. then wham, it's not that mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I could agree with that. It's, you know. OK. It, yeah. All right, we'll
1: say. take it. Okay, uh, You so want to move on to Abundance of Abundance Catherines? Abundance of no? Catherines is next. So
0: that was written in ah, 2006, mm-hmm. so a year later. Mm-hmm. So he was He was on the Well, on Looking move. for
1: Alaska, it won, it won one of the Prince Awards, as I remember. Right. All right, so uh, Nick? Oh, The Abundance of Catherines. Uh, yeah, I did enjoy it. Um, it was, this one is about a guy named Colin who, have you read this, pen? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's dated 19 girls named Catherine and, and has become kind of obsessed That's like about a- it. And is trying to like come a up with a, a graph of, uh, okay, you know, how the relationships go and to predict like when they're gonna fall apart and that sort of thing. And Colin, the main character, is uh, he's like a child prodigy, so he's like sort of a genius, like, he's got a mind for languages, uh, right. and math. He's always like one of his quirks is he's always anagramming things, so he sees a word and, and rearranges it. Um, this one, I'm looking at the comments here, and uh, let's see. Mary on Facebook says, Abundance of Catherine because it's the funniest. And I would believe that. It was a pretty funny book. It it's um it kind of reminded me, because uh, I saw the Paper Towns movie, but it kind of reminded me of the of the Paper Towns setup where, like, there's this event and the friends kind of go on a road trip. You know, it sort of has that same uh, deal going on. So they go and they go to Tennessee and they're working on, uh, like, a farm, I guess, right? Isn't it something like that? Yeah. Some sort of... No, no, that's no. Right. It's, a textil, it's a textile it's a textile mill. Yeah. Um, anyway. So they're working there and a lot a lot of the humor and, and charm of the book really becomes comes between the two main characters, Colin and his friend Hassan. That's right. like their whole thing. Would you all right, so
0: somebody's putting up a road trip display. Yeah. Do you add an abundance of
1: Catherines to that display? I don't think so because the road trip takes like two pages. Okay. They're like, We're gonna go on a road trip for the summer and they kinda decide Romance to display. Settle Do you yeah. put an abundance yeah. of Catherine's. I would okay. I would I would say that it, the theme, it's not it's not about, like, a couple, but the theme, I think, is, wouldn't you say, Ben, romances? Yeah. I mean, it's kind it's, of what he's obsessed of, about. Yeah. Uh, um, Ghost of
0: Girlfriend's Past, Matthew McConaughey mm-hmm. display. Do you put an abundance of Catherine's on there?
1: Uh, no, I don't think so, but uh, I. I will say Matthew McConaughey gave a better performance in Ghost of Girlfriend's Past than he did in The Dark Tower. Oh! So... <laughs> <laughs> which I actually kind of like Ghost of Girlfriends Pass, if yeah. we're being honest about Jennifer that. Garner's Jennifer Garner? Like Jennifer Garner and Michael uh, Douglas. So oh, wow. what, what oh, are you going to yeah. do? Well, of course ha- you have to like. He had my number Douglas right there. Right. It was Michael Douglas. If the but...
2: Douglas? Do you refer to Michael Douglas as the Douglas? <laughs> I mean, I'm just figuring that out now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 <laughs> I thought it was a
1: good book. I thought that it was quirky and fun. Uh, one thing that I didn't like um, was the footnotes. Do you remember this, Ben?
2: Yeah. It, it's, it's
1: footnoted throughout. And sometimes, because he he does this thing where he knows all sorts of different languages, and so he'll toss things out in other languages. So, like, okay. But a lot of the footnotes were just asides, and it was kind of, I found it really disruptive to, like, the flow of the book, because I'd be going along, and it's not like the end of a paragraph. It's like mid-sentence, you know, mid-word. So you kind of go down, and you read, like, a funny, you know, like quirky little aside and then kind of find your place and go back in. I thought it actually kind of hurt the book. I, I don't know. Did you like it?
2: Um, I kind of liked it. Okay. I think I read abundance of Catherine's literally right after I read looking for Alaska. Okay. So because of that, I think, um, one that the footnotes thing kept slowing me down. Right. And two, I think his formula kind of became a little more apparent to me and i was like oh okay mm-hmm. you know so i didn't enjoy it as much and i didn't relate to colin as much as i did yeah that yeah that's you know. fair that kind of like that comment makes me think of
0: matthew quick as well who like you read yeah. silver lining's playbook and you're like oh this is great and then you read another book and he's like oh he just writes about the same type yeah. of characters in yeah. similar situation you know yeah
1: so yeah, anyway. I, th- I think there's some elements to that. Uh, I did enjoy the book, and okay. I did like his writing. I think I liked his, like, and by his, by what I liked about his writing, I guess, was his mm-hmm. his turn of phrase and a lot of the dialogue, and and just um, there, there was a cleverness there mm-hmm. that I that I think I liked that more than I liked the book as a whole. If that makes sense. Okay. Uh, we got a few other comments about that. Looking over about out abundance. On, on Twitter, at uh, Sarah Keeler B says, this is an unpopular opinion, but an abundance of Catherine's is my favorite by far. Mm. Why is that unpopular, do you think? It, is it one that's like the lesser John Green? I don't.
0: Um, it's a sophomore th- one, and that <laughs> usually is how it kind of goes. That's true,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think people are, were expecting something else um, after looking for Alaska. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they do have similarities, but Colin is a very different character, and all of those, I don't okay. know, inserts okay. it's, kind yeah. of... Let do it, you it, want yeah. are we going
1: to do Abundance of Catherine's as a why for adults book club? Uh if you think it's
0: we should. I, yeah, I think yeah. it'd be enough to I talk think about. It could be a good We'd one to good do. One. Next. Yeah. Um we can skip Let it Snow, but that's a it there's three yeah, holiday talk romances it. in it that he wrote with uh, Maureen Johnson and Lauren Miracle.
1: No, each one has their own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: so each one t- does
1: a story. Um This is popular around Christmas.
0: It is popular around Christmas, so that wasn't a bad decision to do that was in 2008 so two years later mm-hmm. um and in 2008 he also wrote paper towns which you watched the movie of
1: i did watch the movie yeah have, have you guys seen I, it
0: i've
2: seen part of it okay i remember seeing the,
1: seen the trailer and being like completely shut off yeah i was pretty underwhelmed by the trailer okay did you you read the book ben i did and did you book. like it
2: i did um i i don't really i wasn't even... expecting that much from it okay honestly so did i you... enjoyed it in that way as like a john, new john green book right. Did you like, like
0: it more than it. abundance
2: that I don't know I think <laughs> I think I think I did um but I was a little bit more removed from his style when right. I went back to
0: yeah it. would you say Paper Towns is less that uh like you you said uh with Abundance you picked up on his like habits and stuff do you think yeah like... no
2: Paper Towns is still very much that and I think Paper Towns is closer to looking for Alaska than Abundance okay. of Catherine's is but I wasn't I, I knew kind of what I was getting into
1: I, I can only speak for the movie, so you tell me if this does not apply to the book as well. But um, we watched this movie not expecting stuff, and I actually kind of, like, loved it. Like, I thought it was a... I, yeah. Whoa! <laughs> I know. I thought it was actually, like, a really good movie. And I think a lot of what did it was the the chemistry of the stars. Like, the, the main guy whose name I can't remember now. Uh, uh, and Nat Wolff. Yes, thank you. And his two buddies. Like, they're... Their chemistry and their friendship just felt so real and natural. Weird. Is that true in the book? Yeah. Would yeah. you say? Yeah. I don't know. I just... Uh, Cara Delevingne is hardly in it at all. So... <laughs> she's good. just That's Yeah. Nice. She's really not in it very much at all. So I ended up really liking the movie. And actually, it did make me want to go back and read the book. I, I'm trying to remember now what turned me off so much about that book. Because I did pick it up to read. And was like, Ugh,
0: this is gross. Was, it, it, was it a line that says... I bet you think you know how high school goes. But let me tell you the real deal. <laughs> you know, I actually sort of think it
1: was something uh, okay. like that. Um, uh,
0: so I think I've talked before about for a movie to uh, be considered a success, it has to make at least three times its budget. Okay. Because twice its budget is where they start, they pay off like all their marketing and everything. Three times is where they make a profit. So this cost $12 million to make, Paper mm-hmm. Towns. And it made $85 million. Pretty so good. That's almost eight times its budget. It's pretty that's, good. That's E.T. numbers, by the by. Oh, wow. E.T.? Yeah. What a great movie. It was the highest grossing <laughs> film
1: of all time until Jurassic Park. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying I personally don't like the movie E.T. I hate you. <laughs> I don't hate you. I'm sorry. You shouldn't say no, that. No, you're right. To people right. that you I don't know. hate. I know. I don't hate you. Yeah. I just hate
0: this opinion. Forever. I just hate the opinion you have I'm, about E.T. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not sure. Oh, to... I guess Spielberg. I guess he was just. It <laughs> was a fluke. Jaws okay, was a fluke, everybody. All
1: right. All right. <laughs>
0: Guy barely knows what Let's he's doing. I'll
1: just calm down.
0: All right. Do you have anything else you want Let's to say about all Paper Towns? just
1: calm down. Not really. Only that I enjoyed the movie and it, and okay. it made me want to go back and read the book. Road Display. So I'll probably display. do that. Absolutely. Do you put Paper Towns? Absolutely. Right. Romance? Yeah. Yeah. Still. I think it's more Even like with her muddy. Her Okay. You know, I think it's more buddy road trip, but Tight. Did you like it cuz you like road trip movies?
0: Road trips, do you think? Could be. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I think everybody likes that idea of like hopping in a car with your friends and going somewhere. Yeah. It's it's ben, very, Do you like that idea? It's a very yeah. appealing. All right. yeah. It's a very appealing concept and I thought he used it well. Yeah. Okay. So you know, uh, so two thousand. And here's what here's what I like. Sorry, before we go on, um, one of the things I didn't like about *Me, Earl and the Dying Girl* by Jesse Andrews, which we talked about a while back, uh, was that the characters, like the teen characters, were just kind of like gross and unappealing. Yeah. Uh, and well, I, teens are pretty gross and unappealing. I know, in general. I know. But I thought that the I thought that the teens in *Paper Towns* and again the movie I'm talking about. So hopefully <laughs> this is true of the book as well. You can tell me. Um, they felt very like genuine. Okay. As teens without being overly, like, gross and crude. Mm-hmm. Is it true, do you think?
2: Yeah, to a certain extent. I mean... Well, they, what are your reservations? As a teen
0: yourself, Ben. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I have great insight into yeah. the minds of 14-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> Was
1: the book crude? More um, crude than the movie? Maybe? Well, I haven't seen right, the whole sure. movie, so I couldn't tell you. Together, we have full <laughs> knowledge of paper towns. Um,
2: I'm trying to jog my memory. Okay. I, I would say... They were probably crude, but yeah, kind of the with same general level. With an acceptable level. I mean, balance. John Green definitely has a line that he never really goes okay. over, I feel like. All right. And so he plays around with that. So they, yeah. Uh,
1: now, if I remember correctly, nobody likes Will Grayson, Will Grayson.
2: True? That's 2010. Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't know. I only know one person, one other person besides Ben here who uh, likes uh, John Green in general and I know they also didn't love Will Grayson. Grayson. He didn't write it by himself. He wrote it again with David Leviathan. Yeah. Uh, from what I understand, it's a book where there are two kids. Uh, one finds out that there's another Will Grayson in there, but the other way Will Grayson is gay. Right. So I think it's just him dealing with the fact that there's a second Will Grayson who is yeah. different than him and coming to terms with that. And maybe I could be very wrong because I've never read it. Uh, and there's no movie. I did want to say real quick before we keep moving on that Looking for Alaska won the Michael L. Prince Award. Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, uh, okay. Um, and Paper Towns won the Edgar Allan Poe Award uh, for oh. Best Young Adult Novel. Okay. And the uh, Corny Literature Prize for a Young Adult Novel. Okay. So, but Abundance for Catherine. Pretty good. No awards. Nothing. So, uh, okay. Will Grayson, Will Grayson, also not here. So, I guess...
1: Oh, apparently uh, Will Grayson. Will Grayson was a bit of a milestone in that it was the first uh, LGBTQ-themed book to be on the New York Times bestseller list for children. Oh. I was the one who first broke well, there into you go. that. So. Ben, have you read this? You know?
2: I, I have not. I have a copy sitting around somewhere. I started reading it and found it a little... I don't know. Did not have the yeah. It seems John Green's other it books. seems
1: like most of the the negative reviews and the things I've heard about it are not not to do with context so much as just weaker writing. I wonder then content. If it's I mean, not content. More David writing. Leviathan than John Green. Yeah, could uh, be
0: because that David Leviathan writes LBG uh, okay. books. Yeah. Um. So I wonder if maybe it was like a co-author situation where John Green was just there, maybe using his clout to. I don't know how big David yeah. Leviathan was, because now he David Leviathan just books out all his books by himself, and they end up on the best-sellers uh-huh. list, so I just, I wonder if it was just a different time.
1: Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, could be. So... Well, I can tell you, all the other books got, got a mention, either on Facebook or Twitter, except for that. Ouch. So... <laughs> uh,
0: all right, so the next book after that is 2012, The Fault in Our Stars uh, yes. by John Green. All right, so Eric, take it away. that one... <laughs> The Children's Choice Book Awards for Teen Book of the Year. Okay. There you go. All uh, right. Also the. Okay. So. I remember. Yes, I remember. I read this. My wife watched it, <laughs> and uh, my wife watched the movie, and I came home as it was ending. Oh which no! Is poor planning on my yeah. part. So the movie's ending, so I just That's go upstairs and hang out, <laughs> and uh, it's over, and she's fine. She's you know looking like, hey, do you need to cry? And she's like. No, no, I'm fine. I'm like, hey, do you need to cry? Cause that's the kind of that's the kind of man I am. Yeah. I I make sure women cry. Mm-hmm. I thought that was gonna get a bigger laugh. That got nothing. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, it bro- she broke down in tears because of that movie. Uh, the book is very sad. I don't think it made me outright cry, but it definitely like watered my eyes and definitely put me in a bad mood. Yeah. Uh, cause so it's the story of two. Uh, Two uh, teens who have yeah. cancer, yeah, um, with uh, you know, fatal, yeah, not ter- fatal, terminal, terminal, terminal sorry, terminal. I said fatal, <laughs> terminal <laughs> cancer. Uh, but they go, they have to go to a support group. They all okay. go to a cancer support group, and the character in it, who's played by, what's her name? Oh, uh, oh, Divergent. Yeah, I know. Sher- keep Sher- keep going. Comp- yeah, Shailene Woodley. Shailene yeah. Woodley. Uh, yeah. in the movie, um, like, and Baby hates- Driver. She, Baby Driver's the yes, guy. Yes, she's uh, she's pretty. Yeah, so she
1: falls in love with uh, uh, Ansel Ansel Elgort, Elgort, who played her brother in Divergent. And he cameos in Paper Towns. Oh, my gosh. He showed up, and I was like, hey, it's Baby Driver. And then I realized, oh, it's probably because of of Fault in Our Stars that they brought him in.
0: So, um... So I, they fall in love, but of course you know it's just going to end up in sorrow because they both have terminal cancer. Sure, yeah. Uh, and it, it does end in sorrow. Okay. It's
1: very sad. All right, don't tell me.
0: I, I won't tell you, All right. uh, but as you're reading, like, well, I know I'm going to read at least one teen funeral. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, if not many more than that. I just want to share with, with everyone your review from when you read it in 2015. Yeah. Four stars, and your review was? No comment.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it was sad. I don't know. I don't, it was one of those books I'm like, I don't know what to say. Because it's dealing with yeah. a pretty heavy topic, uh, and it's it's well done, and it's sad, and the, you know there's parts of it that are funny, there's parts of it that are pretentious, yeah, um, but like it's it is a really good book, yeah, and I can see why um you know it's gained as much steam as it has, um, but it, it is hard to be like, it's it's one of those books that almost feels like you can't critique it too much because of the subject matter it's like when i saw i once saw somebody give a bad review to the diary of anne frank because they didn't like her writing style i'm like i don't think she liked her her situation i don't think you. maybe if she had had a different that's a bad idea so well
1: i looking looking here on some of our friends reviews i see it got high marks from miss kate our children's librarian yeah uh from tina eric's counterpart in cuba from
0: oh i've never thought of it that way
1: from uh our friend uh from genesee dance theater sarah badger who was on our harry potter episode yeah high marks from katura former children's librarian now our pal up at stls yeah. high marks from ben ben Lehman here that's ben, right take it away ben uh, hold on i just want to share with you a conversation we had about this in 2014 are you ready oh you rated it four or three stars three stars in 2012 and I said, I just can't bring myself to be interested. And you said, yeah, I'm not sure it's really worth it. The sheen has worn off since I read it. Green's books have the distinction of being intelligent and funny, while also being pretentious and really formulaic. Uh-oh. <laughs> I still think Looking for Alaska is his best book, but that's probably because I read it first. It wasn't totally bored by his pat idiosyncrasies yet. Truth time, Ben. Did you like The Fault in Our Stars?
2: Um... I did. Okay. I mean, I was prepared to yeah. not like it. it so you're agreeing and...
1: with 2012 Ben that this is a three star.
2: Yeah, you're flip flopping okay. a lot, <laughs> All here, right. man. All right. Um, no, I I was prepared not to like it, and I that definitely colored a little bit of yeah. what I was reading. Yeah. Um, but uh, as I was saying, like I read that pretty close to after. I had already been, you know, pretty familiar yeah. with this yeah. stuff by then. And so I was like, oh, it's, you know, another teen struggling with things that has a very specific quirk. Right. Um, except yeah. in this case, it's cancer. Yeah. Um, so.
1: Yeah, I, I could see like, maybe like a Matthew Quick or something like that, maybe his books aren't good ones to do back to back to back to back. Like maybe need a little time to to get away from it. <laughs> um, so the movie... Again, oh, yes. needs okay. to make three
0: times its budget. Yeah. Too. and Papertown's made made uh, ten times its budget back. Uh, paper, Fault in Our Stars cost twelve million dollars to make. Mm-hmm. Three hundred and seven million dollars. So it did. It made thirty times. Its, it, did yeah. right. uh, also, it did all right. Also, guess what? Nat Wolf is in that. Look, I, I knew he was. So yeah, you've was, got. Yeah. I mean, it's just. She just might. She just must like when she gets cast. She says, "I want him and him and him." Yeah. Do you think it's like a situation where she's like, oh, I didn't get to kiss him last
1: movie. Yeah. She's so, got to work him in. Yeah. yeah. That's true. So,
0: but she wasn't in.
1: No, she wasn't in uh, Paper Towns. In no, Paper Towns. Didn't. Her spirit she was felt. Yeah. Throughout. It was there. It was there. <laughs> Certainly it was. Uh, so you, so you read the book, Eric. Fallen Stars. Yeah. Yeah. And you liked it.
0: You can't, uh, you didn't
1: want to critique it, but you'd, yeah, you, no, yeah. I know.
0: I, I mean, I gave it for, it's one of those, it's not like a good time. Right. But, uh, yeah. So I liked it.
1: It won the Goodreads Choice Award in 2012. Yeah, that No
0: surprise. Um, and that one is very popular. The movie is popular. The book's popular. Um, I think I just took down our poster recently because we had a Fault in Our Stars poster that had all those quotes. Um, and that's the last book he wrote, though. Until yeah. this year's Turtles All the Way Down, which comes out in October, did you say? Or November? Yes,
1: October. The so. plot centers around 16-year-old Aza Holmes, a high school student living with obsessive compulsive disorder, and her mm. search for a fugitive billionaire. The only other details of the plot known to the public are that it will contain either literary, literally or figuratively Tuatara, Star Wars fan fiction, and an unexpected mm. reunion. With Turtles. Yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, that's interesting because he himself, uh, John Green, has OCD. And I guess he talks about it on his YouTube
1: channel. Yeah. Um, so I, Do you have a quote from him? I've got one here. Okay. This is my first attempt to write directly about the kind of mental illness that has affected my life since childhood. So while the story is fictional, it's also quite personal. Well, there you go. Interesting. Um, October 10th, folks, is the date for that.
0: I, I'd have to imagine that's going to be on the best bestsells list for a long yes, time. Yes. Five years of, like,
1: nothing, yeah. as all his other books. Just, like. Yeah. That's probably yeah. when we want to just... Just cut to the chase and order three copies of, don't you, you think? You think three? I do, yeah. kind of, yeah. Because I think it'll be a big draw on the adult side too. We might even yeah. like put one out here. Yeah, so probably get four. Other libraries will have many, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but we're a smaller one, so we can
0: get yeah. away with. Yeah, we can. <laughs> we we, we could probably. Have, I mean, three. we got two copies for. Uh, we sound so small when we say that, but we got two copies for the. Or did we get three for Harry Potter's cursed child? i think we got three yeah yeah so and we kept one in the adult section yeah and that's the popular one yeah Yeah. so yeah this will be interesting to see how popular it is um over the ages yeah because his fans who would have started reading him in 2005 are now you know that much older 12 years older so they're grown up 2005 you read you read his first book in what year
2: like
0: 2010, 11. So how so that was so how old would you have been? You would have been like 19. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Ben's lived a whole different life since all that. Yeah, so. he absolutely has. All right, now we're running short on time. But I'm just yes. gonna pick one comment uh, uh, from Facebook on this book. So, okay. A Facebook user KT says, "The Fault in Our Stars because I'm a sucker for tragic stories about star-crossed lovers who are doomed to experience the kind of love that is short, sweet, and both breaks and builds your heart."
0: How could you be a sucker for that? I don't know. Jeez. That I really scratches my itch. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> That's rough. <laughs> I love Doom lovers. Yeah, right, right. But you think you're getting off that boat, don't you, Jack? So,
1: Eric, <laughs> Yeah. you've read Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. If not for, like, we're going to do this for a book club or something, do you see yourself reading another John Green?
0: Uh, Abundance and Catherine's is probably the one I was most likely to read. Okay. Um, But I'll probably read Turtles all the way down, just so I can talk about it as part of my job. Okay. It seems like people will be asking about I it. I would think so, or, or, yes. Or not, just, you know, picking it up blindly like I need this. Yeah. Um So, I'll probably read that one too. Okay. Also, I'm a fan of turtles. Yeah. They're yeah. Interesting I, I love I have a tortoise. You so. do, yeah. Tortoises and no, turtles quite are like the good, good. same, but yeah. very similar. You know, that similar. that tortoise is going to be at your funeral. Yeah, I know. I yeah. do know that. Yeah. I do know that. He's going to be a young 80 years old at your funeral. Probably, so. Ben, are you excited about
1: the new John Green coming out? I wouldn't
2: out? say excited. I think I probably, elated <laughs> i probably will well you know me i'm all all about the yeah excitement. this is the
1: most excited ben's ever ben. yeah calm down right now <laughs> audio <laughs> medium seriously Jumping up and just down relax help, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um
2: i i i do want to read it eventually i mean just hearing that synopsis i'm like oh well that's john green percent. yeah it's yeah, um, true but i'm sure you know once i actually sit down and read it and you know get beyond this value yeah it,
0: it does kind of surprise me that as i said his the movies based off his books made so much so much money on such low budgets that they haven't turned uh looking for alaska yeah or uh abundance of Catherine into films i know um or any of his other work mm-hmm. or like let it snow that seems like it could be the young adult version I, of love actually yeah
1: that's my I thought I heard day. that they were doing that. I think probably somewhere someone is developing all of these. Yeah. And whether or not they'll happen, who mm-hmm. knows. But overall, Ben, you're a fan of his work. I am. You yeah. like him. Yeah. And I, I liked enough to like be interested, I think. In yeah. I, I, like I said, Abundance of Catherines wouldn't have made me be like, yes, I absolutely have to read more by this this author. But like as we break them down and look at the other ones, I feel like um, what I liked about that book is sort of it worth depends, pursuing yeah. and yeah and other things so i probably not anytime soon gonna pick up another one right but i could see going yeah. to it again in yeah. the future so. all right i good. guess that's it that's the spotlight on john green it sure is all right thanks for joining us ben for oh, this good. wonderful yeah. spotlight here now this green isn't one of those situations where ben leaves no he's gotta stay yeah we pretend he's, he's gotta stay well i mean library news uh summer reading's summer over reading's Congratulations over so to we're just, our winners yeah we're just taking it easy just so. kidding no there's a lot of stuff going on still yeah uh, you want to talk about the summer feeding pro- program
0: summer feeding program still going every yeah. uh monday every through day. friday yeah. uh 11 30 to 12 30 we're serving yeah. lunch for children and teens and it's partnership uh, with so the school under, so it's all free if you're under 18 you can come and get a free lunch uh during the week uh every day and that is through the 18th of august yes so that will be going on uh for a couple more weeks yep um what else? We we're still doing Minecraft Mondays uh, on at three o'clock on Mondays, and Teen Anime Club is still going five thirty to seven thirty every Wednesday, and that okay that might be it until about September. Sure. When Fancy are... Tea Party's coming up? Fancy yeah. Tea Party's coming yeah. up. What's the August seventeenth? August seventeenth. Yes, yeah. that's always big, and that is. Uh, uh, you have to reserve. So mm-hmm. if, uh, if you have kids that want to come to that, make sure
1: you get them signed up. Quick we, because we that always, always fills yeah, up. every yeah. time. And this is going to be, we always have people on the waiting list. We do so. catered by the Duke house this time. Yes. And they, they do a great job. So we're looking forward to that. Yep. Um, I've got a concert coming up where we're kind of getting back into the concert you're, mode. You're, you're performing now again. that, yeah. yeah, you're getting yeah. back on stage. Good now for you. that, now that music on the lawn has had his last show. Yeah. And we also just want to take a minute to thank the music on the lawn committee yeah. for all those great concerts. Yeah. And there's so much work behind the scenes. You know, I'm, I'm just in on the emails and I see like all of the workings that they're doing and it's, it's a lot. So I appreciate them doing that. And I think the whole community yeah. loves music on the lawn. So yeah. thank you. Thank you. Uh, Neil Benedict and the music on the lawn gang, yeah. uh, August 31st, we're going to have Jason Marsden and Adam stack doing a show together. Okay. I have more details to come now, but we're Ooh. excited about that one. We're showing Scooby-Doo showing Scooby-Doo. The mystery begins three thirty on Monday, the 14th. Finally answered all of Nick's questions. about yeah. How these well, finally, how this gang met? I've seen a pup named Scooby-Doo, so I'm, <laughs> pretty well Scooby, versed i love it i love it i love it we don't we don't really have a plan for what we're going to talk about next week so i can't tell you what that's going to be yeah but you're going to have to tune in and find out and we're yeah. coming up on our two-year birthday this is eric's literal birthday this but is the podcast first dropped yeah. august 21st 2015 yeah. so two mondays from now we're going to be celebrating our two-year birthday
0: wait does that make sense because
1: this is 103 yeah next week should be
0: our Two year, because that will have been fifty-two weeks. I think it's just the date, the way the dates align. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. Free. What What are we What are we going to talk about on our one year, two year anniversary? I don't know. I don't know. What is the traditional two year gift?
1: I don't know. Am I have I, to look oh, it
0: it's a cloth. Oh, okay. I'm supposed to get you cotton. Okay. Well, or maybe sure. it's paper. It doesn't matter. Which would you prefer?
1: Uh, paper towns. Paper towns. Yeah. If you could give me. <laughs> okay, wrapped in the cotton. That, uh, all right. That's That's gonna do it for all the book show. I've yeah. been Nick Gunning. I've been Eric Mickles. And, and he's this- been Ben Lehman. Ben, play us out.